Dwarven Moss presents a Dungeons and Dragons actual play of The Curse of Straw. <laughs> Well, we are in uh, we are in a tomb in the catacombs. One might presume Sergei's tomb, as the prophecy suggests. Ooh, are we back in it? Are we dropping? I think so. I think it's your turn, Bor. All the lights have been put out by a gust of wind spell early on, but uh, you do have a bit of radiance from the sword, shining uh, dim and then or bright, 15 feet of bright. 15 dim, make it bigger. Morin, he's using a new weapon now. He's got the hilt. The balance of it feels right in his hand. It's good. Wendell, through the darkness, peers 50 feet into the middle of the room where Born is on this tattered, what was probably once a beautiful a ribbon carpet. And he looks at Bourne, moving this light around, and the shadows sort of dance from the pews and the sarcophagi, and things move around as he moves his sword. Bourne's slowly turning around because he also just dodged a big grapple attempt by Strahd, I remember. Right. He was going Morgos. for a bite on the neck. That would have been really bad. Morgos, you're weak, old man. You feel it, don't you? I can hear you there. In the darkness. <laughs> you know what you think? Just because I can't see you, I don't know where you are. You've lost your way. And I've come here to help you find it. And Boren takes the hilt of the sword. Two hands. And he twists his fist down on the handle. And he grinds his teeth. And as an action, he, he expands the sword's brightness 30 feet around him, shedding an even dimmer 15 feet past that. <laughs> <laughs> Gradually losing your character. <laughs> That's awesome. I've come here to end your curse. And you Show hear, yourself, coward. And you hear a hissing. You watch your tongue, short stuff. And the hissing sounds like pain, like he's been burnt. Uh, Wendell's going to make a, a general uh, idea where it is. perception roll to, to try to get more clarity, just to see where he might think Strahd is. Oh, that was a natural one is of the first roll of the night for the final. <laughs> I don't know if it's final or not. Well, then let's get that out of the way. Okay. Can you I have are a bonus action of perception? Confused. A bonus action of perception? You can, you can just roll for perception. Of hearing that, where that sizzle comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roll for it. It's a six plus... What'd you get? Eight. So, eight. Oh, so Boren looks around. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, you wouldn't have gained any knowledge, but you can hear that he's... He's in the northeast co corner next to the desk, uh, beside the altar. Beside the altar to the left, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Wendell, you do notice something, though. 
as you are just struggling to be present and figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, your axe is shaking quite a bit. Oh shit, it's been clean for ages. Well, fill that up! What you waiting for? I don't understand. Uh, I've been chopping into things, I've been failing creatures. It's... What does it look like? It looks... It looks... Uh, the blade is all black. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh... Born. Just FYI. If you see me running like a madman across the room, get out of the way. All right. But if you're gonna do something, do it soon! And as you say that, uh, you look over to Esmeralda, who is in a specter form. Hmm. Where is she? She's right next to you. You guys are back to back, oh, like. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, Jesus! Her Christ. mini looks Holy hideous. Morrison. God, you're freaking me out. <laughs> when? No, this is yours. It's like a. It's like. It's like a ghost. Oh. God. Oh. Oh. I'm seeing something totally different, man. Don't you remember back in the mill when I raised up the hag? Oh, I know that, but I'm seeing a gross. I, this thing is sick. Pay attention, Born. We're oh, fighting right yuck. now. Oh, sorry. Come on, Born. Right. Get it together. You got the sun sword. Ah, have some class. What? Cool thing. It looks like you guys are leaning back to back like uh, like oh. Forrest and Bubba. Oh, get your back off me, you weirdo. All right. What about that specter? She, it, it jolts. You can tell that it's being uh, swung at. It's taking oh. a, couple, t- a couple beatings. Oh, shit. I would ask, uh, does a 15 hit? Those weren't the right ones, but does a 15 hit and does a, I don't know, like a 25 hit? Yes, they both hit. Uh, okay, what is their AC? Pretty low, huh? 12. Oh. The Spectre takes 16 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> How do you like those swipes, you itsy bitsy? Oh, yeah. You have to go after something that's already dead. Dick man. Hide in your basement. (laughs) Look at you, turning invisible. You're scared. You look invisible by your size. (laughs) (laughs) All the better to kill you with, my dear. Oh, my God. I'm not that old, you know. (laughs) Whose turn is it now? It is now the Spectre's turn. When you'll get this thing away from me? Oh man! I've seen a lot of things while we've been here, but this. this is something else. punches it. Get away from me! Hey, don't treat my specter like that. Ah, come on! Plus, it's Esmeralda's soul, man. You gotta respect her. Wendell looks across at the specter and says, Hey, that's Ralda, or specter. Follow my command. Attack what just attacked you. Swing around. Look for it. I don't know how much you understand. (laughs) What does that mean? Are you giving me lip? 
You're my specter. You're my accursed specter. You're supposed to follow my commands. I think it's like a Scooby-Doo thing. Oh, shut up, Bart. <laughs> All right, specter, you know what to do. Well, She it's takes a... these wild swipes. She starts spinning around in circles, doing a, a, a Zangief move with her claws and just starts going so wild. Awesome. Look around a little bit. Like, be a bit of a, you know. A... She's looking everywhere. Roll a uh, roll perception for her. 17. 17. Ooh. She walks over here. Yeah. Esmeralda moves uh, near the altar, and okay. she she uh, she sees a grate in the ground. <laughs> Whoa. It's kind of like a Tasmanian Whoa. devil. Whoa. <laughs> what? She was the complete opposite way. Look yeah. at that. She, she's, she's pointing. She's pointing down. In the stone, there's these grates, five slits, all about five inches long, one inch wide. Okay, so the specter is above this grate, and I'm thinking that grate might be a good escape for Strahd once he turns into a mist. Yeah. we got to cover up that grate. Trap him. Wendell, we have to cover up that grate and trap him. You hear that, Strahd? You're not so strong. You've lived too long. And you're going down. Way down in the ground where you belong. I'm going to enjoy killing you. <laughs> Is that the best you got, Strahd? Um, then uh, I'll give you an intimidation roll. That'll be a 20. Plus 8, yeah. Strahd appears. So you have intimidated him to show himself in the pews. Mm. And uh, he's accepted your challenge. Wendell, it is your turn. Now he's in the sunlight. He is. I mean, that sword is glowing so radiant at this point. It's, there's really not a lot of places for him to go where he wouldn't be in it. You can see his eyes are wincing a little bit. Is his skin he's, still like... Oh, yeah, you hear a slight sizzle sound. Oh, yeah. All right, Strahd. And uh, Wendell is sort of moving around some and stuff. Mm -hmm. Where do you want it? Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> Fire it away! <laughs> Three beams. First beam. As Wendell glares at this big baby. Seven plus seven. It's fourteen. It's a miss. <laughs> nice try. Two plus seven is nine. That's a miss. He's doing the matrix. He's Just got his cape shots. flowing. And then. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Three misses. One miss. Two miss. Three miss. Uh, 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 oh, look, uh, the count uh, over uh, here. Uh, Wendell, uh, uh, get your shit together. Uh, I don't know what, what it is, Born. I'm just so pent up. We'll use it. We need it, so friend. I, so I send three beams across the room, and it just bashes into all these barrels behind. And One of the pews starts lighting up a little bit with some flame. It's been Sweet. scorched. Boren, you're up next. 
Orin, you gotta admit, that was nice. You, I don't admit anything. I admit that by the holy hand of Moradin, you shall be struck into the ground like so! And Morin rushes towards him. Holy shit. Charging in with the sun sword. Get him, Morin! The sun blade. It's an 11 plus, an 11 plus 10, a 21. 21. That's a hit. Of course it is. And it's the kind of hit that right off the top, it takes an extra sheen because he uses improved divine smite. Whoa. I am so suffused with righteous might that all my melee weapon strikes carry divine power with them. Whenever they hit a creature with a melee weapon, the creature takes an extra 1d8 radiant damage. <sighs> Spicy. And Born casts it one more third level spell slot. Wow, this is going to be a lot of d8s. So, um, what, 6d8 to attack? That's right. Wow. I was told one thing, Strahd. You think you're here for Wendell's story. But this is just as much my story as it is his. I am the cleanser of this land. The bringer of the divine. The enricher of holiness. Uh. So 39. Wow. Wow. And then Boren goes. I know what you did to everyone. And it is unforgivable. Because he goes in for his extra attack. Well, of I course. know what you did last summer when you killed your sister. 13 plus 10, 23. That's a hit. So 1d8 for the sun sword. 3d6 for the branding smite. You shall know the divine hand of foreign hardiness. And I shall end your curse. Wow, okay, so that's pretty uh, good. 10, 17, uh, 17 plus another 7. Plus 7 is, what is that? 24. Okay. So 24 plus 39. Yikes. What does that, that look like? That looked... Well, what does Branding Smite do? That looked like it... Just tell me what that does, and I'll, I'll give you a couple things that that looked like. <laughs> it looked really bad. The next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, the weapon gleams with astral radiance as you strike. The attack deals an extra 2d6 radiant damage to a target, which becomes visible if it's invisible. And the target sheds dim light in a five-foot radius and can't become invisible until the spell ends. And the duration is one minute. Wow. Dude, I'm so glad you read that. His next move is turning invisible. Wow. So, Strahd has been hit, hit pretty bad. Was that a total of 70-something? Yeah, something so like this that. holy man with holy everything, holy smite, wow. holy sword, a sun sword, holy, holy mouths and eyes. Born has gone insane with righteousness as the divinity is flowing as this light streak of fucking godliness goes into the blackness of Strahd's soul. Yeah. Two swipes. He gets fucking railed. Um, I guess it's his turn. 
Yeah, he had two uh, level four slots left, and he was going to go back to greater invisibility ability because you guys rocked his world after Wendell antagonized him to show himself. Yeah. In addition to these two crazy strikes, uh, when Strahd begins his turn, you can see that um, he's still blinded and in pain by this light that's even brighter now that it's right in front of his face. And Boring's holding it in front of his face. You can't escape the light. You've lived in darkness all your life, but the light is here to cleanse. I am here to cleanse. So Strahd stumbles back, and he is uh, looking he is looking beaten down pretty badly, and he looks at you. He says, I'm most surprised by your spirit and impressed, but watch this. And he drops a microphone that materializes into his hand. Okay, he doesn't do that. But uh, watch this. So he's going he's gonna to go into, uh, he's dop- he is going to dump like some legendary attacks on you. He's very desperate. He's going to get out as much as he can while he's wincing in this sun. Wendell, prepare yourself. Anything can happen, boy. So, I've been missing my Eldritch Blast, Born. I'm all chopped out of my spells. So after this turn, Strahd is going to bare his teeth and go for a, a lunging bite on your neck. This is a legendary action. This is not even part of his turn. Now, a legendary action can only happen at the end of another player's turn. And that's what's happening right now. Gotcha, okay, right. He didn't do anything yet. Hmm? Strahd has not done anything yet. But does this mean that he's gonna be able to go twice? Yes. Yeah, he's, wow. he's emptying the tank right now. Only one legendary action option can be used at a time, and only at the end of another creature's turn. Yeah. At the end of Boren's turn. Yeah. Curse of Strahd is taking his legendary action, and he is lunging at you at disadvantage. At Boren. Oh Oh my god. And Strahd drops an 18 and a 19. But they both miss because my AC is 20, baby. But what's his hit bonus? Plus nine. It's a 27. It's the weak one. Good lord. So he's got you with that. Ah! You're going to take 1d6 plus 4 of piercing damage. Followed okay. by 3d6 uh, necrotic damage. 10, so 12. You take 12 points of damage. Watch this. Now he pulls out his claws. He's going to take two attacks at you. Good, good lord. Multi attack. Oh my god, another huge roll of 14 and a 19. Uh, ah! You have to make a concentration check for your uh, branding smite spell as well. Now that you've been hit. I still have an inspiration point, just FYI. So do I. So you're gonna take five uh, slashing damage. Actually, unarmed strike is uh, five bludgeoning damage, plus 46 necrotic. That's an extra 13. So, sorry, five plus 13, 18. 18. I took 30 damage. Okay, he's uh, attacking you again at disadvantage. He has a multi-attack for his attack. I'm down to 11 HP. He, he can't hit you on this, really. Why? 
Oh, you, you. oh, it's oh, a four and a ten. So, so the four misses. Four misses, and the ten misses too. So you, he missed you. You would have, you would have died for sure. Wow, swing and a miss. I'll get you next time, you little runt. It is Spectre. Yeah, Spectre's turn. Okay, the Spectre is going to Spectre. I said Spectre! And Wendell points at Strahd. Kill Strahd! <laughs> and uh, the I Spectre command goes the, through yeah, the pews. Yeah. Yeah, wicked. Yeah. And I command it to do its action, which is life drain. So it's going to roll with a uh, plus four to hit target. Must succeed a DC 10 constitution saving throw, or its hit point maximum is reduced by amount equal to the damage taken, which would be necrotic damage, 3d6. So he rolls. He is undead, though. It's a miss anyway. Okay. Yeah, Spectre's. Wow, but now the Spectre's all up in his face. Spectre's all, yeah, I'm just going to, like, the command is just to be like, fuck this guy up. Get in his face, hopefully make uh, disadvantage happen, ready and attack, all the, all the good stuff. Anything the Spectre can do to hinder Strahd's abilities. The soul of Esmeralda carries on. Is this a legendary action I see coming? This is another legendary action against Born. So that's a critical miss. So he missed. Oh, yeah, because of disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Critical miss. And you duck him again. He is fuming. Wendell, it's your turn. Okay. Wendell's first going to point over at Strahd, and he forgot to do this a couple other times, but he's going to use his warlock ability and put a hexblade curse on him. Ooh, Ooh, interesting. Which means that he's going to have, Wendell's going to have advantage on his attacks against him. Not to interrupt, but Chris, you have to roll for, uh, see if you're maintaining your branding smite. You were hit twice, so that's two concentration checks. 16 and 9, plus... The 9 fails. Okay. Okay, so Branding Smite is gone. Uh, so Wendell places a Hexblade's curse on Strahd. He points his finger and all this dark energy. I uh, curse him, which is going to allow me to have advantage on him. Not advantage on attack rolls, but advantage equal to my proficiency bonus, which is plus three. Okay. So you get to add that? Yeah, and that's a bonus uh, action. Okay. And now I'm going to, as an action cantrip, keep my finger pointed and gain a brief insight into the target's defenses. This is true strike. On my next turn, I'm going to gain advantage on my first attack roll against the target. Wow, so you cast two spells there? Two two cantrips. You can do two cantrips? Sure. Yeah, one's a bonus action, one's an action. Okay. Okay. Boom, boom. Oh, so you're not attacking on top of this. No. Actually, there's no... It's not a can... I only cast one cantrip. I cast a warlock ability. As the bonus. Okay, no. As a bonus action and true strike cantrip as the action. Very cool. Both of them involved my finger pointed outwards. And I'm going to run now over to Sergei's sarcophagi. Okay. 
You can see his name inscribed. It's a beautiful tomb. How are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm putting my hands on it. Like, I'm almost looking for a way to open it. Yeah, when your hand, when your hand touches it, it's a, a, a blast of white light repels your hands from it. As, oh. the, as, it, as it kind of wraiths through the, uh, the, the shadowiness of your, of your hands. And it almost, it, it almost burned you a little bit. You didn't like it. You felt like it was, uh, you, were, you were opposed to it magnetically almost. Okay, it's, uh, sorry, uh, Strahd is going to use his third legendary action Ugh. and uh, run away from you, uh, and, and he does not provoke an opportunity attack. So as you watch him, you notice that he has some sort of inherent spider climb-like ability oh. as he just cl- cr- easily moves over these sarcophagi Gross. like it's nothing. Weird! This guy is weird! Nice walking, weird walk! <laughs> You can't just kill your own brother. You got to walk weird as well. You piece of shit. <laughs> fuck you, Strahd. <laughs> you could have joined me. Fuck you. No, fuck you, buddy. Hey, fuck you, Wendell. You know what? Fuck this whole I got place. a problem with both of you now. Fuck, fuck you, Strahd. I liked you better when you were quiet. <laughs> so he spider climbs over these sarcophagi. So his 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 legendary bullshit is over. Yes. This piece of shit is all legendary, and he's all legendaryed out. I assume. Yep. This fucking piece of shit. Whose turn is it? It's your turn. I Go use, for it, Boren. I pull out the amulet and cast one spell slot. Hold vampire. And I use my inspiration point on that to make sure it holds him. So. Describe how you're, you're using the inspiration point. Ooh, it's a tease hearing the word describe. Boren knows from that. fighting this thing, from seeing its weakness, from having it fall to the ground in Velaki, to looking at its eyes as it chased them through the forest when it was a werewolf, it. to knocking it down. This thing, this evil, yeah. does not deserve to be here. And he was sent here to stop it. As as he takes the amulet out, mm-hmm. it just clicks in the right way that uh-huh. it starts to go, and it settles into itself, and a glow of red. My God, happens. And Bora didn't even know that that happened, but right. just, it's just a momentous thing. That the so, way he took it out. So are you using your inspiration point man. for the? Uh... Do it. Yes. 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 Ten plus his wisdom bonus. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It can't be five. It's not that wise. It's a fail. Yes! What does so it look he like? uses his final legendary resistance mm. to repel it. No! It's Strahd's turn. And as a legendary action, uh, he is going to... He points a finger at you and launches a fireball your way. Roll a deck save. Six. Oh, plus two. Oh, the dice don't lie, people. <laughs> Any listeners out there, we are living and dying by these numbers. So he does have disadvantage because of the sun sword, but I don't think that affects the fireball. It doesn't. But if we want to go, okay, I didn't think so either. Ross says no. Ooh, that's toasty. It's gonna, it's gonna take him out. Yeah, it takes him out. Ten. 
20, 26 fire damage. Boren hits the ground, down for the count. Smashes him back against the pews, and even the pews start to break. So the, uh, as it Light hits you, as you hit the ground, your hand releases the sun sword, and oh, it goes dim. Fuck. Lights out. That's Strahd's turn. The specter of Esmeralda is next. Uh, can Wendell yell something? Yeah. He's going to yell, Arena! Arena, are you in here? Oh, Wendell. Yes, I'm over here. Good to see you. Thank you so much for coming to my wedding. Oh, he's great, isn't he? He's so great. I'm so glad you're so happy for me. He asked, he asked that you... Go and help our friend. Remember, Bourne, he's down right now. You got to go and help him. Roll he's going to... Per- performance or persuasion? I guess persuasion. Whatever one you want. I'll give you the option. <sighs> Three plus, what, seven, six, eight. Eight. You could see uh, a light in her eye, or, you know... Her brain flickers a little bit as she contemplates it. You've almost gotten through to her, but uh, you can see that her eyes are still kind of hazed over. You can tell she's charmed. Or under some sort of spell. I think it's sicker than that. Arena, I thought you were stronger than this. As Wendell looks down at the sarcophagus in a desperate last hope look. And he's puts his hands underneath the stone where he can get a grip and with all of his strength he launches open. As soon as you touch it, the darkness in your hands are repelled by the Ah. light of the sarcophagus and it knocks your hands away. Wendell takes a step back. But you can hear a clunking against it. You can tell someone's in there. It's a specter's turn. And Wendell is pissed. And he shouts to the specter, Specter! Kill Irina! So the specter walks up to Irina. Um, go for a life drain, I suppose. Uh, I do have stats for her. It's, uh, what does she have to do to contest life drain, though? It's a 16 plus 4, so it's 20 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, It's a DC 10 constitution saving throw. Two. That's a two from Irina. Irina fails. What does the life drain look like? It's three. Basically, the specter kind of... uh, The specter lunges forward over Irina and just hugs her. And almost enters on all fronts, like on all edges of her body, enters into her body just a bit. Okay. So they just, so it sort of just leeches. She's ghost, yeah. It just leeches off of every inch of her. 3d6 necrotic damage. 12 plus 2 is so 14 um, necrotic damage. And 
your hit point maximum, her hit point maximum is reduced by an amount equal to the damage taken. Which is 14. So, so she can never gain those back. Yeah. Wow. So this specter attacks Irina and she is hurt really badly, but she's able to hang on by a thread. And Strahd doesn't care. He never did. He only cared about wedding her to be free of his curse. Cold as ice. And says, uh, you think I care so much about her? <laughs> think again. As a bonus action, he moves towards Wendell. He steps forward to you. He's not able to reach you. And it's your turn, Wendell. Wendell is going to run towards Boren. And as he runs towards Boren, he's going to unleash Eldritch Blasts as he runs down the aisle where Strahd is. Whoa. And unleash three of them with nice. quite a lot. The first one is going to be at advantage. That will hit. And that will be 10 damage. Then Wendell moves another uh, 10 feet and rolls again, which will be another hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Wow, nice. For eight damage, and then Wendell moves his final ten feet. Doesn't quite make it to Born, but sees him there collapsed into the pew, and uh, and Wendell just gets down on his knee just to finish his turn as he slides into the, into the pews and still holds his hands up to get the third Hyrukan blast launched over the pews and the sarcophagus to the back of the room. Dude, roll big, hitting yes. Strahd. Yes, dude, hitting him. Five plus five. Because the final blast smashes him into the back of the wall. He falls to a knee, but he takes a breath. <gasps> Maybe this is my way out. One day, you will suffer like this, and you will understand. He's breathing. Wendell, as he's on his on his one knee, looking over the pews, seeing him against the wall, about 50 feet away, he almost gets that line kind of made Wendell somewhat empathetic. Just hearing the pain in his voice, Wendell sort of just watches, seeing how Strahd handles being this close to death. Wendell's known that pain before. How your life flashes before your eyes and all the pain that's carried forward into that moment. Do I roll a death save? I guess it's your, it's your turn, yeah. So Boren needs to roll, needs to roll a, a death, death save. save. Uh, actually, I apologize. Uh, as a legendary action, he's going to get as close to Wendell as he can. It looks like those... Uh, Blasts might have kept him far away enough. He's kind of spider climbing over these things. It's like he's 
just gross. just it's coming towards me. It's creepy. It's creepy. Imagine what that would look like. Yeah. As I'm going towards you in between these pews and looking at the back of the room as this thing is crawling over sarcophagi yeah. and the pews, just spider climbing. Fucked up and all gashy and wounded. Death save time for Born. Death save. Is this your first death save? Yes. That's one mark nice. towards the light. Okay, this. It's Strahd's turn. He's going to use his movement to go to Wendell. He's going to take two attacks. Oh my god. Iron arm strikes. Hits. Over the second one. Another 19. Hits. It's 15. How much HP do Are you in the teens? No, I'm at 28. But now that 15 is the first strike and there's another strike to go. Oh my god. And I'm at 13 health. Yeah. I have inspiration. Yeah. So I'm going to use my best ability and all my inspiration to stop from being knocked out right now because it's too important. Wendell realizes this. He just gets gets hit down to 13 HP and he sees another strike coming. He's going to puff up his chest and try to bear it as best as possible. Okay. So I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll give Strahd disadvantage on that attack. Didn't he already hit that attack, though? Well, I'm I, I'm doing. Could he half the I, damage? I, I rolled two at the thing. Oh, for half damage. Because like he kind of, it's me using That's my inspiration to just kind of. Oh, so do you re- want like a like a, almost like a deck like an acrobatics like a dex? Yeah, it's like a, a dex yeah. for half damage. Yeah. Dude, inspiration for half damage. Inspiration is totally for half fine. damage. Yeah. That makes sense. That's to what me. I'm asking for. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Okay. This is really going toe for toe. The second hit. Whoa, it's high. 19. Plus so, half? So or for now? Half of 19. Is it rounded up or what? So 10? Yeah. So you take 10 damage as you're... So I'm down to 3 HP. So you're down to 3 HP well, as... Uh, I'm stress eating right now, guys. Oh, Sorry. Wow. So what does that inspiration look like, just to make sure we get it? Like, what's okay. the move that you Basically, use? Basically, like I saw, fucking I saw Strahd the gods. spider climbing over all these sarcophaguses, sarcophagi towards me, uh, and I'm going for Born. This is all kind of happening at once, but he makes it to me, and he t- takes a big swipe at me, and it hits, and it, it just takes a huge gash across Wendell's uh, front. Half of his robe is like off now. It was in tatters before. Now he is like beaten to a pulp. Wow. He took a slash across from his forehead down across his torso, across his groin, down his leg. He's bleeding badly. And Strahd took another swipe at him, and he realized, and Wendell realized he needs to survive this, and so he pushed off with his legs with this strength that almost just blindly thrust him towards Boren. And he only took he half damage. To, he was able to dodge it. He was able to just get like, in get a piece a of Strahd's claw, a point of ripped desperation. off a piece of skin. and Emptying the tank. 
holy smoke. So you have, Whose turn you is have it? three HP. It's, uh, well, it's the Spectre of Esmeralda. Wait, oh my god! So you and Strahd both have three HP right now. Mm-hmm. The Raven Queen is looking above at both of you. You're both being surrounded by this shadowy darkness and your curses. You're looking each other in the eye. Strahd is spitting blood at your foot. I'm, I just I'm, love that. I'm not even going to talk to the Spectre right now. All Wendell is doing is grabbing the Sun Sword. And he's lifting it from wow. the ground. He leans down at Bourne's breathless body, lying in a pool of blood in between the pews in the darkness. And Wendell grabs the sword and it sears his hand, but he holds on with all of his might. Yes. And he turns around. He wills the, the light to happen. The radiance <laughs> expands, envelops Strahd. You see his, you see pinholes in his body appear as the light is ripping through it. You can, you can describe it. Strahd is, he's toast. It's, it's 20 points of damage. Go ahead, roll for it. Wendell holds the sword by his side as it illuminates him and casts this white light against his dark face that has all this darkness from within. And he looks at Strahd and he's wincing because the, the sword of sunlight is burning him at his core. But he holds on to it and he says, Strahd, I hope it was all worth it. Because to me, it certainly was. And Wendell puts one leg up on the pew, launches into the air, holding the sword above his head. In a manner of which that he, he doesn't realize how he has this sort of finesse, but he's realizing as he's doing it that it's come from watching Boren do it so many times. And he rains down the sun sword. And he rolls. An 18 Whoa. plus. It's a finesse weapon. Plus, plus, and it's plus two, right? The sun sword so, acts as a finesse weapon. So, so it would be dex. plus, two, I would have plus 11 to that. Oh my god. So I hit him with a 29. Yeah. You eviscerate Strahd. Slice down. I slice Tell me what it looks him. like. I slice down and I hit him right across the neck and I drive my blade as deep into his torso as I can. And I, and I let go of the sword as it, as it leaves his body, as it enters into his body. Stays in there. Things start boiling up his insides. He turns into this steam and lets out a wail. Turns to a mist, and you see the mist rolling across the floor, going towards the grate in the ground. I run over to, or I lean down to Bourne. 
I stabilize him. Warren comes back. But I'm unconscious. I search, him, unconscious. I search him for a, uh, a potion of healing. Yeah, you're able to find, uh, you're able to find a potion on, uh, in Esmeralda's clothes. She, Esmeralda she had a potion. Them all. Okay, so Wendell grabs the potion, and he goes over to Bourne, leans down, and holds his head up, and puts the potion. And I, I move his big dwarven jaw up and down so it swallows the potion. <coughs> Bourne. Opens his eyes. Bourne. Sees Wendell with his long hair hanging right in front of you. Did you get him? Born, I got him, but but he's a mist now. I know. We're almost there, Born. I need you with me now. Okay, I stand back. Born, I Born places both of his hands on himself. And he uses the rest of his lay on hands that he's got saved up. I think he used it full time last turn. No, he did not because I remember I spent thirty, but I left twenty five. Oh you did? Locked and loaded, ready to Wicked. go. Cool, man. Lay, lay hands on yourself. How much, uh, but how much did the potion like well? give him? Yeah. Roll for it, D8. Is it a D8 or a D4? It's a D8 plus two, I think. Ooh, yeah, check that out. Which, what kind of potion what was kind of it potion? that I found? What kind of potion was it? She literally had uh, two greater healings. I can check her thing. She had two greater healings. Okay, so then I'm going to... I'm gonna, have one too then. But no, but she had one during the uh, fight. She used, oh, she did you, one? You've definitely used one of hers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, Wendell is anyways. beat the fuck up right now at 3 HP. So, yep, that gave you uh, eight. You got eight off the potion. Plus 25, my lay on hands. Plus 25, your lay on hands. Wait. Born splits it. Between himself and Wendell. Oh. If I get eight off the potion, you said? Mm-hmm. So what's half of 25? Who gets the extra HP? 12. 12 and 13. 12 and a half. You get 13. 13. I get 12. Okay. Because that's plus the eight so from I'm the healing 16. potion. So I get 20. And you that was 16. nice. You gave Wendell the extra. Yeah. That was, oh, that oh, was something. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Born. It's not much. It just kind of closes up this, like, big wound on Wendell's... Like, it went down from his neck. Remember, like, American Werewolf? Like, the original movie? Ooh, I never saw that. Me neither. He's visited by the ghost, the guy who's mauled by this werewolf, and mm. the ghost is, like, all these prosthetic, like, things where it's, like, his face down across his neck is, like, Ugh. hanging in tatters. Ugh. But he's cool. talking. So you guys are both standing there feeling a slightly more refreshed and you're out of breath disheveled and just getting yourselves together but it goes window did you open Sergei's crate his tomb did you open Sergei's tomb and Wendell is looking mindlessly as his eyes glaze over he's looking up in a trance almost looks as if he's going to lift off the ground in in submission. He's feeling weak. Wendell, Boren goes up to Wendell and punches him in the stomach. Oh. Ah. Wake I up, fun. I'm, 
I need you just as much as you need me. Morn, Morn, don't give in. We've come too far now. I'm not going to give up, Born. I tried to open up Sergei's sarcophagus. I think something about what Madame Eva said, that we can use him to help us, but my, my hands, my whole, I'm too dark, Born. Uh, Born just goes out of my way. Stumble. Uh, and he's, as he's stumbling up this old tattered carpet, he's kicking up the reds and everything. Yeah, Wendell hands. drunkenly follows too and drips blood everywhere. He puts his hands on top of the tomb. Uh, uh, just uh, with holy righteousness, he's able to lift it. This huge strength he slides it across and appears this phantom warrior looking like a young Strahd. <gasps> and you see Sergei, the ghost of Sergei. Up here. Boren gets down on when he, he kind of knows that it's Sergei. He gets down and he dresses the spirit. He says, My lord of these lands, Sergei, my name is Boren Hardinest, Admiral Paladin of Brightax Hall. I have come for your help. Your help to stop your brother. I thank you so much for freeing me. We must put an end to him. But first, and he looks over at Irina, and he says, Tatiana, the time is at hand to rest. Come, my love, my wife. He stretches forth his hand. All right, because they're the true love. Her questioning eyes suddenly open with recognition and, uh, and knowledge, the, like this fog has lifted over her. These forgotten memories rush back to her, and she says, Sergei, she cries, springing to him with the grace of a doe. And they embrace. She goes, oh, how I've missed you so. And then uh, she turns to you guys, to Wendell and Boren. She says, Wendell, Boren, I am Irina Kolyana. But in my past, I was Sergei's beloved Tatiana. Through these many centuries, we have played out the tragedy of our lives. And now, with our deepest gratitude to you, that tragedy is over. It is time for joy to begin again. And they embrace each other, and it's never seen two people happier in their lives. And he gives her a kiss. And he makes his way over to this grate. He pulls out this long sword, jams it through, just snaps it off with this radiant light. The Raven Queen's eyes blink as she leaves, as the light kind of blinds her. She fades away a little bit. This grate is blown open. Explodes, rumbling rock everywhere. You can see, well, he reveals to you what you know is Strahd's tomb. And he goes back to Irina. And as they embrace, there's an, a warmth and a joy that you guys feel an eminence. And they slowly fade away. 
Wow, my word. Finally together. At all time. Come, quickly. We must find this fiend. Born walks right over. Yeah, and Wendell stands above what has been revealed to be Strahd's tomb. Yeah, it's like a gothic King Tut down there. It is ornate, gorgeous, dark cherry wood, and he just lies in the top uh, coffin. The, the top half is open, and you can see him with his hands uh, across his chest very much like a pharaoh and his eyes are closed and he's his head is kind of nodding down as he lies in this coffin and Bourne and I just look at each other and we just have this moment of scary dark silence as we're the only ones left to do this exactly what they've came here to do I can't believe after all of that, too. We survived this far. I thought we were gonna die. I thought we were about to die. Born, I thought I was about to die. Me too, my friend. Born, there's one thing left to do, and, well, I don't see any reason not to do it right now. Born has the amulet. I want to use old vampire. Hey, born. <laughs> uh, Wendell sees Born raising up the, the amulet, and I, put, and I put my arm on Born's hand. I say, Born. Just to be sure. I don't want to take any chances, no. We've got him right where we want him. So you hold up the amulet, and it glows. And you have, as you cast cold vampire on him, he, his face kind of winces but he still seems paralyzed within his coffin. Boren reaches around his belt, pulls out the stake that was given to him by Octavio, later to be von Richter. And before Boren places it on his chest, he looks at Wendell. He says, Wendell. Yeah. You ask me a question. Now I ask you, can I trust you? And for a moment, Wendell's darkness that is seething through his, through his veins, his eyes clear, and he nods. Yeah, born. You can trust me. Boren turns to Strahd and starts to breathe deep. And he doesn't care right now, so he puts his other big dwarven hand on the forehead of Strahd. And he drives that stake right into the chest of this vampire. And he lets go and he pounds it in again! With holy righteousness, Strahd's eyes open black. And he starts to peel away. His skin fades. You fatally wounded him. 
he dies as he's going away and as he's you can feel a, a trembling in your feet the whole castle is shaking right now well done there's starting to crumble oh not again oh come on is this whole place coming down oh let's get out of here so poor and anyways yeah you totally he kills him you disintegrate you lay him to rest as you know how to kill him from Ben Rickton he starts dying everything's shaking right now okay so we're running out we we know what to do let's get the hell out of here you guys are dashing making your way out we're running we're running we're running come on we're running the only way we know let's go Come on. The specter of Esmeralda is following you guys. She's running with you. Mm-hmm. We're seeing all these portraits of his family. Just As you make your way to the halls, marble is snapping yeah, off. Running. Each other. King Barov, the painting of Queen Ravenovia. So holding on to big to the ground. Wounds and this, this big goops of blood are falling across me. Yeah, Wendell slips a bit. Boren turns around. Come on, come on, man. Uh, I got your boy. Come uh, on. Torch, torch falls off the wall as we're running onto the rug. Ever running and, and we're still into this chaos. Born lifting up Wendell and Wendell saying, Born, I, when we get out of here, uh, we gotta roll up a nice big, big dwarven as a charge of strength to pick him up more and almost lay him across his shoulders Whoa. so this was little dwarven guy is carrying this longer you know six foot not six man. foot i'm half elf okay so five yeah. foot five foot four six guy just <laughs> running out of the castle running out of of the castle Ravenloft as it all comes crumbling yeah, down. Yeah, the final happens? piece of the archway comes down. You guys make your way across the bridge. Cold air hits us. Cold air hits you. And uh, as you exit, you can turn around. You can see the glowing red orb that was in the North Tower fades away. The crumbling castle flashes before your eyes. Similar to the death house, it flickers, it's degrading away as the final remains fall hundreds of feet off the cliff into the misty abyss. Eventually, just see the pieces vanish away to nothing. But above you, above you, the sky is pure blackness. You're covered in a shadowy blanket. And just like in your dream, the two white eyes appear once again in the sky. You hear the voice of the Raven Queen reach out to you. She says, Well done, Wendell. You have displayed power beyond what even I thought was possible. You are now proven to me there's great power. Take a rest. You've earned it. Keep on dreaming, Wendell. I'll see you soon. And the shadow fades away. And you are hit with this rays of sunlight. And it's the brightest sun you've ever seen since you've left Faerun. And it's kissing your cheek. You can feel the rays warming your body. Esmeralda even starts to get 
some color back into her skin. She's flashing too, and you can see a bit of her is even coming back to life as her, fect- uh, as her specter morphs back into her old self. Still a specter, or, or she's coming back to life? She's coming back to life. Esmeralda? Oh yeah, yes, yes. Esmeralda! Oh, I thought we'd lost you. What is happening here? We did it. Oh, she winces her eyes. I'll tell you what's happening here, Esmeralda. We we got Strahd. We, we actually did it. We ended the curse. Oh, Strahd. <laughs> and Wendell embraces Boren. And and because Esmeralda asked a question, and now it's it's come to it's it's true. We did it. We've defeated Strahd. You can look around everywhere. You can see in the distance some people are walking free freely. They're looking around. Some of them remain. Some of them are just disappearing. Where are these people? Nothing. They're in the valley. On the foot. Oh, we can see all the way down. Yeah. It's bright now. The light has lit up the whole valley. So we can see like small beings. Yeah. Some of them are kind of disappearing. Some of them are disappearing like a little, like shooting stars almost. And some of them are walking out with their arms open. Born, we've, we've cleansed the land. The divine light. has cleansed the darkness once again. And Wendell uh, walks up to the cliff and looks at the the wreckage that fell into this deep, deep cavernous um, area that it was sort of on that moat, earth moat of, right? The mm-hmm. castle, and it's crumbled completely? Yeah. So Wendell stands above it, proud, but also with a solemn glare because he looks back up to the sky and after hearing the Raven Queen speak to him, he realizes that he's still cursed. And you've seen now what's become of Strahd in his castle. You're stuck in these thoughts. Borin is uh, tending to Esmeralda. How are you? How do you feel? I feel like I blacked out for a moment. You did. We thought we lost you, girl. You looked dead to us. Some sort of... The light must have brought you back to us. I can't believe this. I'm so happy. Me too. This is beautiful. Me too. I... <laughs> starts crying. Oh. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> they embrace each other. They embrace each other. Esmeralda born is crying. I can't believe this. Wait. Oh, wait a minute. I've never seen Barovia like this, my hometown. Boren goes, wait a minute. I have to see something. And he sits down and he uses fine steed to summon Zoltan. He wants to see what his boar looks like now. Zoltan materializes with his snout in the air. And he's feeling spry. He looks back to his old Zoltan. Ugh. He doesn't hit. He's no longer no longer zombie-like. He looks healthy. He's got strong, like taut muscles, and he's got his Ugh. snout in the air and his tail's wiggling a little bit. Boren just runs up and he just lays both hands across his 
big boar face. I That's gonna be some licks. And he's kissing it. Boy's kissing. Oh, my boy. My beautiful boy. Oh, Wendell. We've done it, friend. After all that, we finally did what we came here to do. We can go home now. And, and Wendell is still at the foot of the cliff, looking over. Doesn't answer. He's walked about 15 feet away from you guys. Boren slowly approaches him. Wendell, did you hear me? I'm sorry, but I'm just so taken at the moment. I, I said the curse is gone. Go home now, friend. We did it. And Boren slowly approaches Wendell at the cliff. Home, Boren. Home, right? Why? The place where we belong. The shining plains, the golden fields, the cool halls of bright hacks. And as you say that, you both start to hear the sound of the ocean. And you're glaring out across the, the meadows, over the hill of Ravenloft. And the final bit of the mist is finally evaporating as the sun beams through. And with that sight of the ocean and the final mist disappearing, you're looking around and uh, you're starting to realize that you're actually right by the misty forest near Daggerford. The sound of the ocean is the sea. And you're looking around. You're back in Faerun. You can no longer see the windmill, the people of Barovia, nothing. It's just the three of you standing there. It's like we've actually been transported. Much like the mist took you in. We're speechless. He's just looking around. You're wondering if you've been here the whole time, or who knows? Linda looks down at his body and where he's standing and the cliff. All the, the cliff fades away. It's gone. As you turn around to look for it, it's now grass. It's all filled in. You're seeing the misty forest behind it. Right where Stanimir brought you as you slept. You're in the camp spot just off the road, the high road. Well, my word. Well, it looks like we've you come mean, back to Faerun. Or, or we were here the whole time. All the items that you found there, you have your cape, you have Esmeralda with you? See, Wendell. You may not think you could go home. But you can always return to it. 
The blade of your axe is now white and gleaming. Looks like a regular hatchet. Throw it away. What? See if you can get rid of it. I, it's it's clean. I'm I, I'm scared. This time you don't feel so scared. I, and Wendell takes a deep breath and closes his eyes. He chucks the axe. Leaves your hand, flies into the forest. How you feel? And a huge weight is lifted off of Wendell's shoulders. He looks up in the sun and lets the beam just hit his face. And then a moment of clarity drops his smile and a look of determination comes over Wendell's face and he looks to Bourne and he walks up to him and puts his hand on Bourne's shoulder Bourne hangs his hand off Wendell's arm Bourne you taught me what it is to be a righteous man and I have to say that big part about becoming a righteous man is facing facing the darkness I know what I have to do Bourne I've got to return home and face judgment it's what a righteous man would do and he gives a sort of a smile but it's a it's more of a, this is going to hurt, smile. But he's got to do it. Esmeralda looks at you two guys and goes, Do you know where I can get a drink around here? We should celebrate. We know a place. Hey, I know just the place. So we walk towards Daggerford. We we look. How does it look? Is everything the same? We everything the same. You walk past the guards. It's another bustling day. Um, guards. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Born smelling the air, the sea salt air that he hasn't smelled. He kind of just stops a bit. Stops when it went. Take a whiff. Smell that. You can see it here sounds of life, streets filled with life, a market, a thriving market. It's like enervating you. Uh, there's friendliness and people around. We walk to the River Shining Tavern. Kick open the saloon door in a very boring way. You see Elliot. Elliot! My word, boring! And Wendell! I can't believe it! It's. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Yes. Oh, I must say, I, I picked up your reward from Lady Morwen. You can the, tell Lady Morwen that the travelers by the side of the road have been taken care of. They have indeed. You guys have done excellent. Let me grab that money for you. And he digs into the bar, pulls out a bag of 2,000 GP, slaps it down there. My word. Wow. Look well, at that. Wendell, as I said when we started this journey, I do not need that coin. That is all for you, my friend. And Wendell looks at the coin, at Bourne, and at Elliot. He says, Probably put that coin to good use, Elliot. 
Something good. You... Are you giving me the coin? Back to the lady? Back to Lady Morn? Let's just call it paying it forward. I'd like to see you do a good deed. And he's looking at Bourne as he says this Mm. to Elliot. I want to see some good get done around here. See if you can find it in your heart to search for what that might be. And I want you to put that money towards that. Can I trust you to do that? You know what? Absolutely. I do trust you to do that. Well, absolutely smashing. This calls for a <laughs> celebration. Duh, Elliot. You're a good man, I promise you. A round of drinks. The for finest whiskeys. Please. Coming your way. All right. She'll be so pleased. You guys sit down. Sit down. Pours out the drinks. And then he says, you know, I must ask, though, whatever did happen? If you have a bit, it's quite a long tale. Come, have a seat. We'll tell you all about it. Might be fun to reminisce a little, wouldn't it, Bourne? And they reminisce, and Bourne tells the story. Starts sipping away at that whiskey, the elven cider. Truncates a lot. He does his dwarven way. So it all started when the Vistani at that camp sat us around the fire and told us about a man named Strahd. It was legit. <laughs> Holy shit, that was like five months. You gotta have appendices. <sighs> yep. After what happens, we can each narrate our own boring goes Should off. Stop this for now. But we can get to that. Yeah, three months will pass, but we'll get to there. Let's get let's get a little moss going. Yeah, get some moss going. Yeah, we get the DMs little moss. I can moss for this for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moss, a success moss. Tom, Tom, congrats, buddy. Buddy. (laughs) You ran Curse of Strahd. You ran it. You actually Thanks, ran guys. Curse of Strahd. You know what, You Tom? ran it beginning to end. You should go on those Curse of Strahd subreddits, man, and add in advice. Do this. You yeah, because not without you. Have. Oh, for sure. You're dealing with players. You're dealing with yeah. how to... I ran a Curse of Strahd campaign for two players beginning to end, and I made it feel challenging yeah. and exciting the whole time. Yeah, right. Here's my advice. Yeah. That's a headline. Totally. Yeah. It's totally. not even clickbait. That's just... No. You should click this, you idiot. Yeah. People engage with that shit, man. I do. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I would I do. To. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> I do. My character's like James Bond, my new character. <laughs> Dude. Oh. That last moment when Bourne was passed out, and I had to go and grab the sun sword? Yeah. Holy moly. I was so nervous then. I was having trouble even trying to, like, describe, like, how to do this. Interestingly, I'm just like, oh, I just need to use a sun sword against him. Right. Thank God Dude. you thought of that. I didn't even... And that use of that inspiration point was beyond legit. I didn't feel like, okay. I, like I gave you anything. Oh, man, there's so much to talk about. I, uh, you know, I gotta say, there are flaws already. For that, for that fucking amulet to do nothing... Fucking bullshit. It's his legendary resistance. I know, I yeah. know, but but even still, that's bullshit. The fact that the that the module has, the thing is, yeah, yeah. thing is, You're think about a, against... a, a, a party of, of five, exactly fighting against him. 
all the spells that would be casting against him, we had nothing left. He'd be having so to resist. He'd them. have to resist fucking Dude, for days. You guys did amazing for two people. Like, fucking I guess amazing. That's true. No, that's Dude, true. this was supposed to be not like for like five to six people. And the one choice he made at the end was, which I was almost like, oh fuck, maybe I made the bad choice. Like, I was not going to have Rahadin come back. But when you, when you, I was like, you know what? They've that got, pretty cool. they've got Esmeralda now. It was cool. it, it's a callback. Yeah. He's coming home. Oh, dude, man. And obviously, it's his right hand man. Every good video game has the mini boss yeah. before the boss. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly and you are that. always supposed to find him in the castle with Strahd. But you guys were only a party of two. So I'm like, I'm going to have them encounter him early and finish him off with no intent on bringing him back. So they see the character. He's I weakened when you fight him at that. like level five or six. And then I was just like, I think they can take him. I think I'm fucking bringing him back. And that was so close. <laughs> Dude, it was such a like, that character even was like a dark mall. Like we saw him and we were like, whoa, keep your eye on that guy. Yeah. yeah. And for you to separate him and bring him out, that it what it did is kind of expand the world in and of itself, you know? They're not, these two characters are always glued together. No, let's take the liberty to separate them. He's a general. He's a, a warrior who's checking out the other side. And then for us to come in with that battle to take him out in the Vistani way. Oh my god. Vistani village. And then, oh dude, everything. Everything. Oh, there's so much we can talk about. So crazy. And, and Jay, I saw you reaching out there with, uh, let's look for a back entrance. And I'm like... No, Van Richten was never going to come. But those were so good. And I saw you reaching out to Irina. You're like, what's going to happen here? Okay, and but yeah, I, that's... that's Okay, I have a question about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, God, I'm sure you have a lot what, of questions. What is the prophecy? Uh, like, what do you mean? Well, if Van Richten could now spill the beans, what would he say? It's really interesting. But what... what is, yeah, I want to know what this prophecy yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. so what was your original question? Is about well, let me speak. Should, should we be speaking into the microphone or no? I, we can hear this. We can hear uh, this. Uh, yeah, okay, this, this is fine. Um, everybody from the very beginning of this game in Barovia who kind of had a bit of a sense of continuity within that land alluded to adventurers coming through. Right. And let's and I remember like a big telltale line that I heard one in one of the early sessions. I think from from uh, Bildraith. Okay. He said, let's hope you fare well better than the other adventurers. Or somebody said that, or maybe Ismark said that. Right. Yeah, so... And then and then Esmeralda and Von Richten were just like, oh, yeah, you guys, maybe the prophecy will come true. And then whenever we asked them about it, they were like, can't really say too much more because mm. then we're kind of, like, interfering. That's what I got from it. Right. So some people perhaps felt like they're interfering. Van Richten was... He, he was not powerful to defeat Strahd. And even his stats are, he, he's not, he just can't. And so when adventures are being lured in by Stanimir, who is his main recruiter, he was bringing in people to, uh, they would all see Madame Eva eventually, and she would read them a prophecy, and she would see how they would do. And Strahd brought them in as playthings. Yeah. But Strahd was also trapped within... So, the demi-plane of Dread, this is what's so crazy about it. It's not even, like... It's not a material plane. It's not a... What are those called? External planes? No. 
Uh, what's the plane? What's the plane outside the material plane? The spiritual plane. The whatever, ethereal plane. Yeah, whatever it's actually called in D and D. But oh. you know what we're saying, right? This is a demi plane. This is both. This is in the middle of two things. Sure. This is why it, it's not really a land. It's actually just. It's it's all it's all figment. It's all in it's all in his head. He's controlling everything. He's being tortured by this. Strahd is. Strahd is being tortured by this. Oh. Yeah. We 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 have had really good story episodes. What's to say that we have to finish? I mean, we finished the story, but we can continue the game. Oh yeah. We can, we can almost take these characters into Waterdeep. <laughs> of course you can. You're not even that far from it. Hundred percent. Probably a few days, not even, with Bazoltan. And like you say, there's still more to the story. Well, here's what happens. We'll do the stuff in the bar. Although I, since my axe is gone, it almost means that I'm not a warlock anymore. So let me finish the story. Okay. Three months pass. Where are you guys? Where are both of you? Are you back at, at the plains, like you said? Well, the thing is, I don't know because I was... Tell me where you are. I don't know because... I went, I, my whole plan was I was going to go back to the Shining Plains so and, you are? and give myself in. Mm-hmm. So, assumedly, I've been, I don't know if I was like hanged or uh, you tell me. Within the amount of time that I made it to the Shining Plains, I don't know what happens to me next because I, I just go and I just go, yes, I, I will, so give I will I'm going to be as truthful as possible whether they believe me or not. And explain to them what happened. Roll a performance. This is basically Wendell just. Uh... What is you're, he doing? Who's so he telling? What's he telling? He's pleading his case. He's telling. I would say this is more persuasion then, because I'm being yes, as truthful yes, as possible. Absolutely. They might even roll insight on you. I'm gonna get them to roll insight. I rolled the two. Okay. Is a ten. Wow. So, yeah, I actually had the DC very low, but they rolled an eighteen for insight. Your story is so—I don't even know how to get this into a performance, but or a persuasion, but describe it. But they've actually spared your life, but you're in—you're in a—you're in, in a jail cell. There. Where's the jail cell? You're temporarily held in the Shining Plains. You're going to be taken to Neverwinter for more like official judgment because the shit you told them is crazy and they're like they believe that you're you know you've convinced them all these things that you're no longer evil you've told them like the full story and they believe you and they're just like you've you've been a good man your whole life and they have spared your life but they're the final word is going to come from neverwinter they need they need bigger people to hear this they need the Lord's Alliance needs to figure out what's up with you. Wow. And you, where are you? I'm back at home. Born's back at home in Bright Axe Hall with his family. Hanging with your family. Seeing all his dwarven friends, helping out the community. Back to it. He's at Yep. He sits uh Oh, before before uh just at, at as the end of Wendell's judgment there where he knows he's going to be sent to Neverwinter, he asks, he requests to a messenger to send to Born Hardanus, Admiral Born Hardanus at, at Brightaxe Hall, that a Wendell Ulrin requests his assistance 
in Neverwinter for a trial. Amazing. So you get the mail that day. You actually get a couple letters. The first letter you get is, of course, from Wendell. And it reads this. Dear Born, you're my best friend. I've never had a friend like you before. And I know I've said this before that in our time in Barovia, I needed you and you aided me. I humbly request your aid again. I'm on trial for multiple murder and I fear that my life will be ended. But Born, our time in Barovia has given me a vigor that I fear will be snuffed out before I can do good to undo the bad that I have done. I care only to make this world a better place. Perhaps if you are some sort of witness to my story, the authorities at Neverwinter will see that I have reason to be spared. Your friend, your brother, Wendell. And there's a little nug of uh, golden straw <laughs> in there. Warren quickly packs that into his pipe. Looks around. His, his children are busy in the halls. He's at his desk, his old desk that's carved into the rock in his room. And he's hung the sun blade up on the side of his, in the armory Ooh. of his wall. And his shield is there and the amulet is there. Esmeralda has also found a, a new life in, uh, in the dwarven halls of the Bright Axe. She's Amazing. She doesn't have, none of her people are here. So Born has welcomed her with open arms to come and learn. And she doesn't really get of along course, with her. Of course she, she did. Yeah. She doesn't really get along with her people anyways, you know? And uh, he puts that letter down. And he has a little paperweight. He puts that on there. Then he goes to his other letters. Second letter is from Elliot Aldrich. Oh, Elliot. And it reads, Dearest Born, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it appears that the travelers are back at it again, taunting the walls of Daggerford. After their old tricks of charming the guards and luring townsfolk off into the mists, once again, the city needs your help, and I hope we can speak soon. Your friend, and in haste, Elliot Aldrich. Borden folded up, looks around, puts it just in front of him. Borden gets up from his desk, and he walks and he finds his wife. She's there, sharpening knives, axes. Borden goes up to his wife, says, my dear sweet, I have something to tell you. He sits her down. And he proceeds to tell her about the night that he was 
standing guard in the underdark and found his sister talking to the drow. Wow, Nazrin. And he admits to his wife that he believed that the treason that she pulled by dwarven law said that she wasn't supposed to live. I wonder how my wife acts. How does Boren's wife act? React? Should I roll a... Well, what, is that a roll? Oh, yeah. We gotta roll. Yeah, I gotta roll for that. What am I rolling? You've never Sorry. held... You're such an honest man. You've never held back anything from your wife. Yeah. And your wife be- believes that. I mean, she's she, she sees it. Time. She can't even b- comprehend... Ten plus six. She has a seat on the bed, like looking like she's faint. And she thinks about it. She's, she realizes that under dwarven law, and that you're a man of the law, a military man, you're lawful. She knows that you had to do that. She knows why you did it. And she understands why you can never tell anyone and she appreciates it. She just has to let it sink in. But she knows that you're still... She knows why you did it. Borns she gets down on one knee and thanks her, and then says, I know I've only been back for a wee bit, but I'm needed in Neverwinter. I need to send word down to Daggerford. There's a band of people there. They need to be shooed away from the area. You can make sure our rangers and soldiers take care of that. But for now, I'm on Zoltan, on my way to Neverwinter. So from that, I mean, Boren's intention is to this, to talk to his other generals and his army. He's back now. He's back in his society. Mm-hmm. He's back, everybody. Bright Axe Hall. Yeah, Bright Axe Hall, everybody. He's he's kind of, he's not, people aren't doting on him more because he's back. He's just, they're doting on him the same amount because he's just a lovely guy. Everyone's oh, so yeah. glad he's back. You've told him the story, like what happened. I told him the stories of they the They think you're... The most in the in the boring montage, you see Boren telling the children, and then "You're a hero, man." And turn into a diva, and all the children go. Ah. <laughs> then he's at the the war table, and there's this big giant map of the Sword Coast, and he's explaining this. All these other dwarves and these other dwarves. other dwarves that look a lot like Boren surround Bravely. you, that are like now looking up to you. But as they're also such like, a, oh, and, yeah, and they're dressed differently legend, too because they're like you're, rangers <laughs> and they're fighters. You're legendary in your in your home. So I explained to them what happened, detailed explanations of what happened and who these people are, the Vistani, and I show them in Daggerford where these people first came. And I, uh, to that letter that Elliot Aldrich wrote me, mm-hmm. I say, I want to send a, a platoon of people there to go and investigate. And almost, he also informs the uh, Madam... Uh, who oh, originally Lady, Lady Morwin. Lady Morwin mm-hmm. informs her that this is happening. Mm-hmm. He's sending men. 
back up. This is what happened to him and his friend. Okay, so you take a few days to put this together. That's right. Get, get the plan drawn out, get your generals. Yeah. And then I, I'm in the doorway, so, you know, it's the last time I see my wife. I'll be back, and I love you. And he kisses his wife, and he hops on Zoltan, and he heads out to Neverwinter. Nice. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Wendell, uh, I guess, traveled by... Uh, a carriage, like a typical like prison carriage on horseback, is that what I can assume is the oh, way? Yeah. He... With the iron bars and all yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm in handcuffs. In yeah. It's like the beginning of Skyrim. Um, yeah, this other prison goes. There's like an armored horse like following you with an extra. Hey, what you are you fool? Uh, self improvement gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You're an old gut, aren't you? You yeah. probably fucked a lot of young girls, eh, you dirty bastard? What you in for? Who'd you kill? I'd like to hear your story, young man. I can be a good listen. Might be able to help you uh, see things straight. <laughs> yeah, bitch. You're a dirty turd, aren't you? We all are. That's why you're going to Neverwinter. And Wendell looks at this guy deep in the eyes. I've been in the darkness where you are. I know how luring it is. Trust me, I've seen the darkest of the dark. And Wendell gets really close to him. There's much more fun in the light, man. Just believe me. Be sincere with yourself. Take a deep breath. Start thinking about things different. The guy kind of doesn't know what to make of it. Then a third guy comes in. Well, 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 what do we have here? A couple little punks? And Wendell puts his hand on his shoulder. I've been to the dark side. I've seen things get as dark as they come. I've seen hell and back. Join the light, brother. Yeah, you go watch this guy. <laughs> this guy sits back down. Ow. Wendell's essentially oh, become like a... Uh, one of those religious freaks yeah. on the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this prisoner is just kind of like... Uh, uh, all right, whatever. We yeah, and, and Wendell you just clutches a Bible. Your <laughs> <laughs> You're handing out flyers with like a uh, Castle Ravenloft. Oh, yeah, the Watchtower it, of it's Castle like a Ravenloft. Big, uh, conspiracy, like Barovia exists. Yeah, yeah. but it's have... the Watchtower of. Yeah, and I'm warning about the Vistani being back, almost right. like the uh, reckoning. The light, brother. Okay, so your your time has passed. You. You're eventually taken in there. You say goodbye to your new friends. They march you up, and they put you right into a cell that you can feel is many feet below the ground. And uh, Wendell walks in confidently, uh, feeling ever since he let go of that axe, a inner light that never dims. And he almost unrealistically has a positive approach to things. He's been nothing but truthful. Without boring, he's almost overcompensated. It's pretty na nasty there. They're barely feeding you. And on the third night, you have uh, a dream. And it's the Raven Queen. Oh, my God. And the shadow fell. No, it's just a dream. It's just he a dream. He says, I hope you enjoyed your break. You're needed now. No. See you soon. No. No. And as that happens, you jolt awake. Ah. And you feel a bulge 
in your pocket. I hope that's one of the prisoners. And it's your, it's your axe. No, no, no. And it is clean and dark. No. Oh my. Wendell's absolutely like he's wincing and he's covering his eyes and that one prisoner's like, hey, shut the fuck up, you as you cut just going, no, no, and as, as you no. have your hand over your eye, the shadowy power starts enveloping your hand. Oh, fuck! I shit it! You fucking teen, I'm trying to sleep! Oh my god, I'm gonna get fucking pissed again. I'm gonna turn into old drunken Wendell right now. Your axe shakes. You cannot control yourself. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna knock you in if you're that shitty movie. I've missed this. <laughs> Defenseless, he lunges at you with an axe. You walk up to this guy, uh, you slice him in half, ruthless. You're putting the rest of his body on the ground and just slashing it away as you're shaking and you're out of breath and you know, you're looking at your hand and you're remembering all your powers and you just realize that you're, you're back to your old Wendell. You are. Oh my God, yeah, Wendell just feels all of these emotions and feelings and not just the way his head feels, but the way his muscles feel. His shoulders immediately go back up. His muscles tense. He braces himself for pain. He just braces himself. He expects pain imminently. As that happens, the guard says, Hey, what was that? And he steps down and he takes a look around at the horrific scene. And that is the end of Christmas Drive.